this guy. <laughs> hey guys, happy uh, happy. There's a cat on the on the t- on the podcast Pumpkin. table. We always start every episode laughing before we can even do an intro. They just don't even know what we're talking about before we start this podcast. That's okay. Happy Lunar yeah. New Year! I am Year of the Dog as well. You know who else is Year of the Dog? Michael Jackson, Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> who else is Year of the Dog? Other celebrities. Cool. I think Prince was. Oh, Prince was? Oh, rest, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Michael Jackson, rest in peace. Rivers Cuomo, though. Who's that guy? This cat. The singer rest. of Weezer's? Or Weezer, I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, what a disappointment. What do you mean? Weezer. I love Weezer. But, like, do you like their recent stuff? Their recent stuff is <laughs> more Beach Boy-y. It's awful. You don't... What, okay, wait, wait, wait. White Album and the the newest one, Pacific Daydream, are really Beach boy Are they good? Like, yeah. Hmm. The stuff in between, you're allowed to dislike, but pretty much every colored album is really good. I like love Pinkerton. Weezer's, Weezer's, like, red album. All of their color albums are good. And then also, Pinkerton is great. Ratitude had, uh, like had like a handful of good stuff um hurley was really poppy and weird but like still had some good singles um death to false metal i'm you're allowed to just dislike that that was like really fanboy and then the one after that i forget and then there is weezer's white album and the newest one pacific daydream and you should listen to both of those because they're really Beach Boy. And I love the Beach Boys. Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to do an intro that's like not super obnoxious. I'm just joking. Too I'm late. just joking. You know what? You damage is done. <laughs> look at look at it. You can see the pain in his face. I said pain. All right, ready? Nut. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. Hello, you filthy funkadelic fools. Welcome to Kung Fu Friday. <laughs> he almost had that was the, <laughs> the proper alliteration. Yeah, two okay words. <laughs> I like you, this. Instead of saying fools, he could have said fight. <laughs> you know what? For no, the fighting Friday. I liked it because it oh. gave it like a 70s vibe. Like I felt like I was at a disco. And he was like the DJ, the Disco MC. <laughs> all right, all you crazy cool cats. You ready to kill it tonight? I'm pretty sure he just recently played Jet Set Radio, and that's what he was emulating. <laughs> that makes sense. Sunny Sun Sun Sunday. <laughs> we are hidden shadows of the secret chamber, guys. Uh, my name is Alex. Khan. <laughs> I'll answer this time. Nakansi. Oh, there you go. Did. Good job. He's he's introducing himself. He's a big boy now. Today is a pretty dope a dupe a pretty dope episode because we're gonna do um something you, a little different. Are you practicing your Wisconsin accent? It's a pretty <laughs> dupe. It's because <laughs> we're we're doing something different today. <laughs> First of all, we're not gonna you know get through one sentence. You're about to kill all of our Wisconsin fan base. Damn it, sorry. This yeah. is more of a Kentucky. I know I got at least two out there. <laughs> I met them on a road trip. Whoa! Right out of gas. Are they cheesy? <laughs> okay, okay. Let's keep going. So we're 
So we promise we're a kung fu movie review podcast. What we do is we take some fun kung fu movies that we love. You know, you got your classics and you got your terrible movies and we watch them and we review them for you. And, um, you know, then we'll take your listener submissions and then we'll review those movies as well. And talk lots of shit at the same time. Yes. And do a Kentucky accent and try to pass it out for a Minnesota. Oh, you're killing Now We Lost Our Kentucky. No! Fan base. Those are our best fans. Anyway. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, they have really good renditions of everybody's Kung Fu fighting. Like that Kentucky twang. You know, <laughs> I actually want to do like a Kung Pao film dub. Um, but just use different accents for every single character. That'd be nice. It's in the works, guys. Um, New so, projects. Yeah, we're basically <laughs> going to be uh, DBZ abridged. Um, but today's kind of today's kind of special. First of all, happy uh, Chinese Lunar New Year. And um, you're the dag. You're the dag. Yeah, I'm also a year of the dag. Yeah. Oh, Khan over here is a year of the dog. Um, no, I'm a year of the dag. Of the dag. <laughs> Who else is a year of a dog? Dad. Our mom and dad. Yeah, actually. It, it It's weird how every, like it all lines up. Mom and dad are year of the dog. Um, and that's they're, they're basically celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> but you were saying Michael uh, Jackson? But Yeah, I believe Michael Jackson was a year of the dog. Um, Prince was a year of the dog. And singer from Weezer. Rivers Cuomo. Rivers Cuomo. Dag. Um, so that's pretty sweet. Year of the dog. I, I was reading my astrology, my horoscopes, <laughs> as I do every morning. Okay, before just admit I, to being basic, and it's okay. Before I get out of bed, guys, I gotta see what's going on. Left foot or right foot first down. I don't know. I don't want to fuck up my whole day. I was reading on what the year of the dog signifies, and apparently it it's it not it symbolizes honesty, loyalty. A strong sense of right or wrong. And um, so what a lot of astrologers are saying, in case you want your daily horoscopes, you guys can also come here for those, is uh, this is the year if you have like a just cause, something beautiful that you want to fight in, this is the year to do it, guys, because the dogs got your back. Every other year, you just be a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Just just trust trust me as, as I am also, you know, as we have. Already said, I am year of the dog. In case you weren't listening, <laughs> say it again. I'm year of the dog. <laughs> in case you just tuned in and we're a radio station show, right? I am year of the dog. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> On one hundred six point five, year of the dog. <laughs> yes, Con? uh, Ellen DeGeneres, Queen Latifah, Ooh. Jessica Biel, Uma Thurman. Oh, I love Mar- Jessica Biel. Mariah Carey, Kirsten Dunst, Kelly Clarkson. All of these people, uh, those are mostly uh, female people that came up on this list. But uh, as a the, one of the only male people on that list is Bale Clinton. Bale Clinton. Yeah. Um. That's well, that's dog. pretty dope. Okay, so <laughs> that's a dirty dog. Speaking <laughs> of fighting for like just causes, I want to discuss. I mean, this is a special episode. This is the Black Panther episode. We've been talking about it for like three episodes already. Fucking A, dude. We, we finally got to watch it. We're, so, we're super stoked. I um, believe we have achieved a certain, you know, numerical value that we can associate with being powerful. As in, we have reached level 10. 
We are on 10. <laughs> are we on 10 yet? Yeah. Level 10. <laughs> um, this movie, dude, this movie struck such a chord with me, guys. It, it hit a nerve. Um, first of all, I think the plot was like probably the juiciest plot I've ever seen in a Marvel sto- movie. The most amazing thing is that it follows a very similar formula. Yes. For all the other films, but every single new Marvel film, they up their formula game. Like, it's the same formula, but better. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're constantly improving on it. And I like that just the storytelling, just the significance of every fight was fueled by like the plot some shit was on the line every single time yes oh my god first of all uh the uh man hold on give me a second guys fucking killmonger as the villain was amazing great choice and on top of that i also discussed it with keenan that you know as far as you just said talking about upping the formula the uh the villains in this movie have personality not that they didn't have it before but they like every single character that showed up on screen had some sort of like actual like little bit of backstory that you're like oh yeah that's a person like besides claw (laughs) yeah but but Claw was kind of like kooky and maniacal i like it yeah even but bringing up claw even claw had like some personality instead of just being like oh no look he's the mercenary guy He's bad. Mm. I think he played his role. Like, and he, and he, yeah. Just like, okay, just like Chris Rock said in his latest uh, freaking uh, stand up, which special. is great. Y'all should watch it. Uh, he was he was playing tambourine. Okay, he was in the band. He was he wasn't the lead singer. He wasn't the drummer. He was playing motherfucking tambourine, but he played the shit out of that tambourine. Okay. Imagine if the tambourine wasn't there. All of a sudden, the songs I've out of place. It did. Something's missing. Yeah, you needed him there, and I feel like you did a good job. I freaking loved <laughs> uh, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. Oh, yeah, the God. Human Torch was a really good new villain. <laughs> I liked, I liked how they moved uh, Killmonger's um, origin, his birth origin. Mm-hmm. He, they moved it to Oakland. He's actually from Harlem. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the director made some really good decisions um, on. On switching a lot of comic book stuff to make it more relatable and Killmonger, you really feel for the. At the end of the day, you're like, "Why oh, can I understand why he could go down that path?" Yeah, I really, man, like, I've never related to a um, to a villain so much. Of course, the way that he was going about, you know, getting justice for it what has been done to their people the 11 of toxicity like the absolute worst thing you can be doing but we could but easily like turn that into a kung fu revenge film if yeah. you were just to have his side and he wins at the end boom end of a kung fu revenge it doesn't film. even need yeah. to be a revenge film the story could just be told from his side and then because there are more movies like that where it's like actually twist at the end yeah this everybody's just ruined the sad ending yeah <laughs> I mean, it really was a tragedy, man. I mean, you really felt for the dude. And, like, not only that, it was just the 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 message that the movie was delivering um, really, like, hit home for me was, like, the the hope 
that like you know the oppressed like racist black people uh you know indigenous people who are being conquered like the dream that we all have of like us actually being able to overcome these oppressors these conquerors or colonizers as they call them in the movie um and this this dream city this mysterious city where we have the tools and the weapons and our people are prosperous and we're intelligent and we're sophisticated and and we could we're we're you know we're on equal playing fields or terms as the colonizer the you know the villain that has but bringing up all of the all of that too like some of the other messages that come through the movie are like you know if you have like you if you have the power you should be doing something about it yeah it's definitely a big message that ends up coming full circle at the end of the movie right with uh, t'challa actually becoming you know king yeah it's like you you have the power like you should have confidence in in some of that power and you should be trying to do something to that makes the world better yeah you know? yeah and i like how his his cousin or, or what was his his, his uh his sister his, was his the... general wakabi oh. wakabi was um uh basically uh he felt that way yeah he was like that person who was he was part of the uh the society he's like he's like us as a society he's like hey we want a leader who's gonna actually show change not more of the same shit right so he was that person so even like nobody was just bad except for claw <laughs> yeah tambourine oh, guys tambourine everybody yeah, was, he was out for himself man. Yeah. everybody <laughs> had uh just a different perspective which yeah. was cool seeing the same story the same fight but from every single perspective <sighs> from the villain's perspective yeah from the main hero's perspective from uh the female warrior's perspective perspective where she was like well i'm fighting for my country yeah so whatever my country needs i'm fighting for that even if the my king at the t- at the current moment is not making the best decisions she's she still, still my so, country yeah patriotic that yeah. she's like well this is what i signed up for there's no wishy-washiness like just Which, a real sense of duty and, and there are people like that so yeah. it's cool to see everybody's perspective just incredible man even and thinking back on it like if you if you recently have watched civil war like i have like this really b- helps build on that sense of there are so many different parts to like something that's going on like as far as in uh, the marvel universe just just in the marvel universe but also like in real life like you don't actually know whatever everything's going on in a situation like civilians got hurt in civil war yeah that's pretty much the entirety of civil war is like civilians got caught in this in the crossfire like somebody needs to be held accountable yeah and so leading into this it's like like there are civilian like wakandan civilians that are just living their life in this shelter like crazily sheltered like city yeah and a lot of them also have jobs i assume based on uh how the movie went being spies like just out in the world yeah like that's literally um his his like girl ex-girlfriend is like that's just her job right out there doing something right yeah (laughs) i like how michael b jordan delivered all of his lines i mean also t'challa just everybody's acting was amazing but 
Michael B. Jordan was just so in your face and no holds barred. This is how it is. Yeah. One of his quotes is, how do you think your ancestors got these? You think they paid a full price for it? Or did right. they take them like they took everything else? Yeah. That was, uh, that was, that was crazy. The, I was like, in the shit, museum. that's, yeah. It's like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, just a lot of like, dude, just the little guy. You know what I mean? Just the oppressed guy. Just kind of having a voice, which I think is so amazing that... You know, when you went into the movie theater, it was jam-packed, and you just saw a lot of, like, you know, different ethnicities in there, just yeah. really. We definitely caught a um, a later showing. It was, like, 9.30. Oh, yeah. okay. I caught it during it was, the day. It was still, still packed. Oh, really? Yeah, Like, we had packed. to get, uh, we had to get, like, the last row of the, like, regular seating, and then there's, you know, the, like, weird up like <laughs> all the way up in the front yeah like we got that last row and even that was packed Jeez, this man. movie had so many good quotes like uh when t'challa goes and he's picking or he's talking to his sister about the new gadget that she just made right and he's like yes it did his job and she was like just because something works doesn't mean it can't be improved it was like <laughs> yeah this is such a good movie it was to, what, I'm about to see it again. What other uh, what other quotes did you find in there that you liked, man? Oh, uh, you guys keep talking. I'm finding there's one very important one that I so, want to read. Other things I want to talk about while he's looking for quotes. So characters, right? Pretty yes. much the writing in this is. Uh, I I recently saw a meme about it and it's it's been bothering me. Where it's like the movie is powerful not because there aren't other movies of like like just having a colored pe- person cast like a black cast yeah but also colored people but yeah like like that's my point where it's just like like there's other movies that do that but mm-hmm. this is literally one of the hugest movies because this is just this is just a regular like action film like these are just black actors like these are just regular characters yeah they're not like uh literally spot uh casted into like no no no, no, no you're the servant or no no, no you're like the you're ghetto the, you're kid, the thug, yeah, or uh, specifically like you're the slave, yeah, who, like gets to rebel and become a hero. Like this isn't that movie. This isn't a slave movie. This is, on some aspects, a war movie. Yeah, like it is a superhero movie. There's a minor power, like there's a government power struggle. Mm-hmm. There's like a whole kingdom and everything, inside and out. Yeah. in the country there's a power struggle. And outside, uh, the outside with the rest of the world, there's a yeah. power struggle. Yeah, I like I totally get it, man. I appreciate yeah. the fact that like it's it's not just the token black character or role. No, everybody's or, like, black. The, or in the this movies movie. in that like lighting, like no, yeah. no, no, this is just a superhero movie. Like, yeah, you can that's have it. Black it's not a. It's not a. Yeah, <laughs> not a black movie. It's a. It's a movie. And that's it. Um, and the reason but no, that, but yeah. at the end of the day, this shit is a black movie, yeah. which yeah. is amazing. But it's still cool. It's amazing yeah. because all the other movies just have supporting black characters. Yeah. Finally, you right. have a black main character. Yeah. Shoutouts to Martin Freeman, yes. by the way, for being <laughs> the supporting a white character in this movie. Because that is, he, I had so much fun just watching him and being like. That's Doctor Watson. The whole time, that was like with an American accent. That's He's funny just here. that you see Doctor Watson and I saw Bilbo Baggins. Right? right. I still, I'm like Bilbo. What are you doing in a suit in the casino? See now with your shoes on. With your shoes on. Finally, with a Black Panther film where the main character is black. Mm. Uh, now we can get 
a main character that is Asian. Yeah. In, in Hollywood. That's the next step. <laughs> or maybe a Mexican. <laughs> or maybe a Mexican. Hey. Who's not just like over there like, hey, dude. Like, like what's, Lucha Libre. Guess, what's happening? Not yeah. even Lucha. Not no, even I mean, Nacho not, Libre. Okay, that but is like, not. Yeah. But, like, but like Coco was one of the best films of all time, man. <laughs> that's okay. Hey, love, that's why. We're that on our way. Yes. Coco, we're on our Coco, way. Coco uh, is another one of those like, it really does transcend like its target. Yeah. Like this isn't just like for a like, movie for like Mexicans. Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a lot of in that storytelling there's a lot of family values obviously. There's a lot of like addressing like traditions and mm-hmm. stuff and just uh again it's um a lot of finding himself. Yeah. You know, like that movie is great and Disney is on their game right now. <laughs> yeah. I found my quote. Okay. And spoiler alert, it is the very like pivotal last quote of the film okay but it's when uh killmonger is he's pretty much dead and t'challa's like maybe we can still heal you yeah and he goes why so you can lock me up bury me in the ocean with my ancestors that jumped from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage and then and then he just dies (laughs) man he literally is like that was like leads out like Dude, and Ugh. I've never wanted, uh, like, wh- I don't know. I feel like a lot of people who watch this movie wanted Killmonger to live. Um, I, I, mean, I wanted him. I wanted him to live, but the, the way he ended it was he was like Malcolm X. Yeah. He was like, yeah. by any means necessary, and if I'm going to die, then. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, like, on the same level, I'm just like, what if he did live? A lot what if of, him yeah, and his I'm, cousin, like, just. They, I'm like, all right, this isn't gonna work. On the like, at the same time, arc. he's yeah. yeah. At the same time, like, it had to happen because the way their government is set up, there's only one king. No, because of just who Killmonger was. Yeah, he tried to change him. Like, no, we can do this peacefully. He's like, nah, man. Like, it's we need late. to go. Yeah, it's yeah. too late. We need it's to. Too late when your dad killed my my dad. Yeah, and you guys left me. Yeah, and tried to hush everything up. Mm-hmm. It's too yeah. late. Yeah, he, he. That's that's the thing that I liked about. I would the I would feel the same way. Writing and everything was just like, he was a character. He, he he ultimately is a character of extremes. Like, there's no doubt about it. You just look at the movie and it's like, oh yeah. So his dad dies and then he, like, becomes like a bully, and then goes into the Marines and then like becomes a black ops agent. Like, he's always going to extremes. Man, do you guys think? Movie. I mean, I don't think it could happen so, the way that they wrote the movie. But do you, do you, what do you think? Like, would a Killmonger spinoff be like pretty dope? It'd be crazy, yeah. I think it Disney be dope. wouldn't be that grim. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> but that would be sick. As we get Solo, a movie so, that nobody asked for, <laughs> but everybody is okay with. You know <laughs> that uh, death is never a sure thing with comic books. Oh no, yeah. never. Well, um. Let's. I, I think we covered a lot. Let's jump into some. No, we're not going to jump into scores yet. It's that no, no scores. No scores. Yeah, uh, let's talk about the soundtrack because uh, this was definitely okay. Like Kendrick pro- helped produce this. I don't know if he was the main, one put, of the main. He put producers. everything together. He, he was the main. He producer? had his hand on everything. Yeah, damn. But like, I mean, he had uh, his own team of producers. But he was the one that said, "I want this like this and this." Yeah, like and this. like I was talking to Ben in the theater when we were watching it, and it's like on one hand. I really feel like it's it's on par with uh, the same thing in kung fu movies that we review normally, like tribal drums and oh stuff. Oh my god! They can be kind of cheesy, 
you just kind of have to accept that they're going to be there because that's the tone that they want to set. But all of the ele- extra like electrical like layers and violin work that was going in and stuff, all these other layers, they really brought out like this tone that you can listen to regular Kendrick and be like, that's Kendrick here who yeah. wanted this like tribal drum as the main drum beat going it was, on. It was crazy because they wanted to show, I did a little bit of reading on this, but they wanted it to show the African culture, yeah, the roots, um, but also the futuristic aspect of the fictional Wakanda country. Yeah. No, it, I think it yeah. really captured it. And like I was saying, like as far as choose, like picking and choosing specific instrumentation, definitely all the electrical sounding work on like strings brings out that future feel of like a Wakanda and try like semi tribal, like just traditional kind of feeling. But also tribal drums are like very specific tone and just you feel like it's African culture. I want to watch it. I want to watch it again. I know. I'm just I, like, just like I want to go and hear dissect it, it again. Oh yeah. my God. Uh, another were, thing I wanted to bring up was um, scenery, right? There are so many beautiful shots oh that God, you can yeah. tell that some of them, I mean, there's a lot of CGI. Anyway. Mo- a lot of it is CGI, but, but a lot it's of the, still like, beautiful. Yeah. A lot of it is just like you, you want to go to like, you want to fly over Africa and look out your window yeah. and be like, Dang. Yeah. yeah. This movie makes you want to travel. Just yeah. yeah. How how emotional? Like, for me, it was a very emotional movie. For me, too. It was like, very... I felt like I was in Killmonger's shoes the whole time. Well, not only that, but, like, also, um, what is it, T'Challa? T'Challa. T'Challa. Yeah. Uh, Even him. His, which, Black Panther. Uh-huh. Uh, his moments with his father, how... You know how connected, how trusting he was of his father, and like you, like I kind of empathize with him because, like you know, my I feel the same way about my dad. Yeah, and like to have your dad die, yo, right, and then right in your arms, in your arms, and then go like he did such a good job, and then oh. go to the to the other plane, and when, when he meets with spoiler alerts, guys, <laughs> and more spoiler alerts when he. You should have already seen this movie, anyways. Yeah, I'm when just you. Kidding. When you why are you um, clicking on a Black Panther review when you <laughs> if if you really like not well, expecting spoilers? I know, right? But like, okay, so like when he went the second time to the other plane, and he was kind of like his dad was like, hey, you know, come, you're ready to come join us. He's like, nah, man, you you lied to me, and it was like a very like a betrayal from like the person who brought you up, and and then kind of also accepting that he's not perfect. It's, it yeah, was very, well, that's, it that's was, the part. Oh, was so much, oh. dude. That's the it's, part that I was gonna pin on. Every, like, so many layers. It wasn't layers. necessarily betrayal, but more so finding out the truth isn't what you wanted. Or you know yeah, what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was definitely disappointed. There you go. Disappointment his, is a better word. His dad wasn't, you know, that his dad was hiding secrets. That isn't Superman. But, but at the same time, I mean, he, like in in that world, he probably he probably was Black Panther. I mean, he was Black Panther <laughs> yeah, at one yeah, point. Yeah. He literally <laughs> was Black Panther at one point. Yeah, but um, any, like he's not perfect. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, every everybody has to go through that uh, that moment with literally every every relationship is realizing that you, you know, everybody's got secrets. Yeah, and also or also just like your parents. Like still deserve your respect, yeah. Uh, but like even even they make mistakes, and kind um, of accepting that and 
and still you right. know holding that and like to a certain point though i mean my my dad didn't I don't think he killed nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But also, Brum. you know, like, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He right. grew up during the Vietnam War. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's, there's so much to it. Um, did you guys want to get into some badass moments? Oh, the whole oh, movie. The okay. Whole movie. I have a few. I have a few specifics. I want to bring up okay, one really ahead. quickly, just before you start. I start trying to remember every single scene because every every part of the movie was amazing. All yeah. my quotes, those are badass moments. Um, but I believe it was the f- one of the first fight against the ape king, uh, the man of the mountain or whatever. Oh yeah, what, what what is that ritual called? Do you remember? Mm, the com- uh, just I can't remember the ritual where the you know the, the combat. The tribes the- can since the king is dead, the tribes can choose to fight for the crown, or he gives it to. Um, the son of that that king that passed away, or whoever he named as heir, I assume. Yeah, right. Point. Yeah. Um, Everybody but, was like, yeah. "No, I'm not gonna fuck with that." At one point, though, like he does a straight capoeira, like semi cartwheel, like that weird hooking kick. That was just, oh my god! The, and you're talking about the the ape. during yeah during that fight with Leader. uh for insurrection basically <laughs> yeah 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 like during that fight there there's the just the whole like every everything in this movie was badass everything was in, in the i, movie I really badass. did enjoy the but like like oh, i said God. like he like <laughs> sorry through the water <laughs> and he does too, too much capo- hype going on right now <laughs> sorry sorry he does this capoeira kick capoeira yeah like you can definitely tell that that's like capoeira and it's like it just Everything that set up that shot was phenomenal. Like the way water splashes up, the way it connects, and you're just like, he goes down. That's it. <laughs> For me, it was. Um, it, I think one of my favorite fighters was um, Okoye, which was the like his general, mm. right? Uh, his like right hand bodyguard mm-hmm. uh, girl, and I love. Yeah, yeah. She was freaking I don't know, amazing. I don't know why, but like I've been kind of like wondering. Like, how come you always see good sword fights? I was like, I want to see some dope spear wielders. We and we haven't watched any spear kung fu movies yet, but there's some good ones. Okay. But I'm but, glad. Yeah. She was an amazing spear wielder. And I thought she did great. The vibranium spear was badass. And there was like a, a scene where there was a car chase. And what she does is she like throws that vibranium spear like in front of the fucking escalade and just <laughs> stops the escalade dead in its tracks like full speed going like maybe 50 to 70 miles an hour and just nope you can't go through this shit and yeah that was okoye was a, probably one of my favorite fighters right there I my favorite badass moment was that uh, Top Dog Entertainment and Kendrick Lamar was in charge of this whole soundtrack. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm I, I now I need everybody to listen to all of Kendrick Lamar's music because that guy is brilliant. He's fantastic. Yeah. Um, did you guys want to go into? Did you guys have any what the fuck moments that you guys wanted to discuss? Because I do. Oh, uh, well, the the chase scene. There was this one part where black panther like absorbed the shock and then released it and then jumped and flipped over to another car and you're like whoa i don't know what's going on what's gonna happen whoa Ser- the, the technology in yeah, this movie was, crazy. was awesome the, i really loved it 
so one of the things I've talked about it before with you, like Brandon Sanderson's laws of magic and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that I totally saw that scene coming and that actually is what made me like even more excited was right was like he uh his sister explains it like no it absorbs kinetic energy and then you can redirect it like that's literally the whole first scene is kick it it's not that hard and then like she just blasts him back when she when he sets it back right yeah so after that i was like oh no there's gonna be a crazy scene where he's just like walking and absorbing bullets and then he just like technically speaking it's like supposed to be like a panther roar is like the idea and he just that's like so sick blasts all out yeah they like and then that scene with the car that nikonsi was talking about i was like that was it i saw the future they did it oh my god <laughs> oh i got one oh, okay what the fuck moment oh, uh ow. when the claw guy he when he's like letting the last security guard go he's uh-huh. like okay go ahead go ahead go ahead I'm not going to shoot you. And he goes, pop. <laughs> and he just falls. Everybody, like, this. The whole theater was there like, was, Well, oh, there was some intense killing going on in that there, film. Like, yeah. some brutalities, like, for sure. Yeah. Like, for a PG-13 film. Yeah. <laughs> I think a, on in, like, in response to that, another good what-the-fuck moment for mm-hmm. me was how Killmonger, you can see, like, he's got at least some emotion and he feels bad mm-hmm. about what he's about to do, and then he just pops his girlfriend in the face to like get kill- to get claw. Like, yeah, that was I insane. Was like, Yo, that's when you knew he was. <laughs> he's gonna do whatever he needs to do to get his revenge. Yeah, kind of let you know the level that he was at. My what the fuck moment was when um, <laughs> Okoye and Wakabi husband and wife oh when they like you know when they were like disagreeing and i love that because like all right like a little uh relating it back to me i'm about to get married so of course we're getting you know we're going through some bickering and i'm like damn i saw that look in their face i'm like yo there's about to be some fire like arguments like back home and then at the you Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. When they're... <laughs> that's the name of this episode. Um, when they're straight up just fighting each other with weapons. Like, they're... I'm like, they're really about to, like, kill each other? And that's, like, for me, is like... Okay, that's the level of, of like, conflict that there is in a marriage, I think. <laughs> and also, are they going to be cool later? <laughs> Is it? I think like are they just gonna go home and like have some makeup sex and everything's gonna be back to normal or what's gonna happen there? I'd like a continuation movie on that. I mean, what happened to Okoye and Wakabi? I'm sure that I'm sure that they'll show up in Infinity War. Everybody shows up in Infinity War. Just everybody. Oh, <laughs> I I rewatched the trailer and they have the whole Wakanda nation fighting in the Infinity War. Oh, so sick! It's gonna be crazy. Oh man! I just want to make a little another shout out that Ben looked at the like um, his sister's like fist tight like lion paws, and he was just like doing like little paw paw jabs. Yeah, and I was like, Nah, bro, they're guns. Watch. 
technology <laughs> cut to the part in the film at the end of the movie like the final fight and, it's, and she's just blasting them people and i'm like i can see the future dude <laughs> oh oh one of the best parts was uh when the main general uh spear leader uh she she uh is going against somebody that pulls out a gun and she goes guns <laughs> So primitive. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, what you're yeah. thinking of. Um, Shooty was. Uh, oh God, this picture is on point though. God, damn it. <laughs> well, we'll have to post that one later. Um, Shooty, which is the sister. I I loved her like her character. I love that yo. She was also like a mad genius, like Robert Downey Jr. status. Not Robert Downey. Jr. I'm not uh, saying that I like you know Tony Stark had a have a preference for asian girls but like okay <laughs> asian or african no i'm not saying that i have a preference for asian girls but like like the sister shooty she was cute she was cute you liked her and yeah it, it was it was about personality that like mm. she had a cute person that intelligence guys. that poppiness cute personality of the movie shooty let the ladies let me on sure, what's up <laughs> hit us among the gram you can use the d anyways guys Whoa. sorry for being like that Whoa. um <laughs> for me that's it guys i i uh uh i've said i've gotten everything off my chest about this movie okay i feel better one thing i would have done differently Ooh. was zoom back on some of the fight scenes they had too many like quick cuts with all you see is blur. Oh yeah, they had a lot of those. Probably the opening fight scene, the darkness. Uh, no, it was mm. the later. Oh when, really? When he's fighting Killmonger. Although now that you bring it up, that was that particular scene was really important to me because it showcases like how lighting really changes the mood of the movie. Mm-hmm. Because even though it's a very pitch black dark scene, like in reality, you can think about it like. If you're out in the middle of the jungle, even if you're out in the middle of like like the city, yeah, and it's pitch black, you'll still be able to catch things. But in that particular scene, right, even though it's all dark, there's still like not necessarily a blue filter, but it definitely brings out like the brighter colors and in contrast and stuff. I, I'm not 100% on my video tech visual techniques, but the point that I'm bringing up is that it really lends itself to the whole fantasy telling of the movie and you can still see a ton of detail and costume design on these pe- on these people who are essentially like either slaves, kidnapped women and children or mercenaries. Yeah. Like you can see a lot of detail in in that scene alone and we were sitting at a probably a bad spot too. Actually, it was actually pretty good. It was good for you, and it was bad for Kai. Okay, it was different. I felt him. I felt immersed. <laughs> he was in the movie. He was in the jungle. Like I'm just in saying, Wakanda. you know, as soon as this movie goes up on um, on Blu-rays and DVDs, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch it like 15 more times. This movie is like the. I think another testament to Kendrick's soundtrack is that you don't need to see the movie to appreciate the soundtrack. Is phenomenal on its own. Yeah, and you see it together, and you like all of a sudden, everything has so much, so much more meaning. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's it, guys. Uh, we could rant about this thing for hours. Um, you just need to watch it. Just go, watch it. Go check it out. Um, I'm giving it an 11. It is, and I, I never give 10s anyways, guys. No, like, he doesn't. No. Like, this is, so he just skipped 10 and went straight to Whoa. 11. Which, by the way, still don't give 10s. <laughs> still not going to give it. 100 out of 10. But not going to give a 10. <laughs> but yeah, this movie was bad ass. Yes. There is no doubt in my mind. Like, if you thought you were ever hyped in 2006 or 2008 to see the first Iron Man movie, like, go no, back and watch though. that. It was yeah, great. It was so good. But come back and watch this. And yeah. Be, be amazed what 10 years is going to give you. It's one 100%. of my favorite superhero movies. I think it's up there for me, like, top five, at least. So, heck yeah. Check it out, guys. Check our Instagram out and uh, comment on our uh, post. Tell us what movies you guys want to watch. DM us. Shoot us an email at hstsc33 at gmail.com. Yep, and feel free to follow our own personal Instagram accounts. You'll find us tagged all over the pictures on hstsc33 uh, on Instagram. What's the Instagram account? Let me hear it. The ladies in the back. (laughs) <laughs> honestly if you guys just uh, type in uh hidden shadows and search and you guys will you guys will find our page um i should start using instagram i think i have it just to look at pretty girls <laughs> don't say that <laughs> i'm cutting that out yeah, yeah. anyway video uh, games what's your uh what's your twitch feed homie twitch.tv forward slash cookie ninja carve awesome i am climbing that that ladder of viewers right now my it's boy working pretty well it's pretty good go freaking help him climb the ladder even higher guys uh it's a good time uh on his twitch feed yeah nobody else is gonna karaoke guilty pleasures for you like ba, 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 ba. good echo <laughs> effect a little fadeaway effect i liked it <laughs> it's magical guys we're hidden shadows of the secret chamber <laughs> this was a black panther review And we'll see you guys next time for our regular Kung Fu movie reviews and also other recommendations. We'll see you guys later. Kung Fu Friday. Are we on 10 yet? We on 10. Are we on 10 yet? I I feel like we need like a good like outro (laughs) on that one.